Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sports Show here at 1FM 98.5, live and local. We are in Square Gators for the third last show of 2023. A lot to talk about. A nervous Stan Hibbard in a lot of ways because he's calling the Sandown Dogs tonight the Melbourne Cup for Greyhounds, which is the richest race in Australasia. And uh, Dan, how are you feeling ahead of the big one? Yeah, very well, Stats. Good morning to you. Yes, uh, looking forward to... Uh, uh, the biggest biggest night of the year for me is as a caller. This is the uh, the one race that uh, stands out about above most uh, well all others. Probably the only one that comes close is the Phoenix, which I'll be fortunate enough to call in a fortnight. But uh, this is the the greatest race in the world. So and of course, uh, pleasure your, to call it. Your voice will be beamed right across Australia and New Zealand and on into England, I believe as well. We'll be taking the coverage racing.com. It's on there tonight. All yep. the races. All the 12 event card there at Sandown, RSN as always. Uh, no, no pressure. Do you, do you notice that the uh, world's actually listening, Dan? Oh, look, it, it is really uh, it's an honour to be able to call the, the race of this nature, and we've uh, we've really started to get a lot of uh, a lot of following from England, uh, particularly. They uh, there's been a num and there's a there was a great. Um, uh, interview on the dot com coverage last week from a, a, a tour party that's out here at the moment. Uh, have been enjoying the the racing, and there's been a number of uh, other people that have come out from England uh, of of greyhound note, uh, and have just been blown away by what we what we produce over here in a greyhound in the greyhound world, and um, the the coverage that we get, and the the prize money, and all that sort of sort of thing. So yeah, it's it's a bit of an honour to uh, to sort of uh, put that our product uh, onto their screens over there and uh, hopefully they enjoy the coverage over there tonight. There's a lot of people that um, uh, get the uh, logon.com on the, online and are able to watch the coverage uh, over in England and anywhere else in the world as well. And I've been watching a lot of their greyhound racing comes on uh, around midnight during the week, places like Perry Bar. <laughs> places an, like uh, that. It's, it's, and, I mean, it's completely different racing to what we have yeah, here. Yeah, it is. It's the, completely different. The, lure, the lure's uh, not on a rail. It's on the outside of the track. And it and gets I, can't, I can't cop the dude with the flag. One day, <laughs> them, them <laughs> for those that don't know, there's a bloke with a flag stands outside the boxes when they're about to jump, waves the flag. One day, they're going to press that button too soon. <laughs> and it's going to... Yeah, yeah you they can just walk, see they, it. They walk across the front to make sure all the dogs are pointing in the right direction and then they uh, they let them go and then they uh, they wave their flag and that gets the lure going and then they've got to hurry up and get the boxes off the track. So it's a, uh, a funny way that they do it over there, but it's, uh, it is interesting racing, that is, that is for sure. But uh, we've certainly got the best... Uh, the best product in terms of greyhound racing in the, in the world. And just quickly before you get on to the week that was in harness racing, and I know there was a lot of uh, meetings that sort of didn't go ahead throughout the week in that space, but the Inner Dominion got underway last night at Albion Park. Uh, just Believe won its trotting heat. Queen Elida ran second in its heat. Leap to Fame won its pacing heat. And, of course, Rock and Roll Do was unplaced in a heat in the pacing as well. But Leap to Fame and... Just believe winning their heats and 
uh, sort of as you were because they were the favourites heading into the series. Yeah, and the other the, the Queen of Light I got beaten by Plymouth Chubb, who um, obviously was a, a incredible two year old and uh, uh, had an injury um, at the end of his two year old season, came back as a three year old, probably didn't quite reach uh, the the highest uh, level as a th- uh, as a three year old, but he's come back. As a four-year-old, he's won a, a heat of the Great Southern Star, and now he's won a heat of the Inter Dominion. So he uh, beating Queen Elida. So he is a, he's a super horse, and uh, he was brilliant last night. It wasn't great conditions up there; it was really, really wet. So Swayze won its heat. It's obviously the other favourite for the the pacing division. Um, just believe was brilliant winning its heat in the Trotters, and I, he's. He's probably of the of the two divisions. He's probably the one that's the guaranteed, near enough to guaranteed winner of the series, but barring anything un, unforeseen. But he's just been awesome since he's come back from Europe, and um, it was a an easy win for him in his heat. Uh, and uh, he's, I think, he's drawn the second row. I think in the in the second round of heats on Tuesday. But he's just the class trotter by a long way in that series. Yeah, I'll tune into that on Tuesday. Always interested in Inner Dominion. And I heard a representative from Queensland uh, Harness Racing Association on RSN talk about how delighted they've been with the influx of crowds crossing the borders to come over and have a look at the Inner Dominion series. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's the the, the time honoured series that that we have in the sport. But uh, again, it it probably doesn't it attract uh, the uh, the money that it probably should. I know we had the Eureka, which is obviously they pumped the money into that. They probably would have been better off pumping the money into the into Dominion. You've got to make the your flagship race uh, as, as attractive as possible for all people from the West and New Zealand. Uh, and if you're offering up a carrot of like a million dollars as first prize of the final, then you're probably going to get some really good horses, as it is. A lot of prestige, Joe. It is a lot of prestige, but I think we really they really need to look at increasing the stake money. And that's just not the, the host state. The, the, all of the states need to get behind it because if we don't have that series running, um, what's the sport got? It's got its futurity races which uh, in each state um, and, and essentially your, your, your derbies and your oaks and... Your Victoria Cups and that sort of stuff, but this is the race that really, you know, is uh, the hallmark of harness racing. We need to make sure we look after it. And just real quickly before you get onto the local harness racing, uh, the week that was, I can't believe it was this time last year that Shepparton was hosting and in the Minion yeah. heat as well. Yeah. I couldn't go because of COVID. Gee, I was disappointed. <laughs> uh, the only time I ever got COVID and. I, I got it the week that the uh, Inner Dominion rolled in the Shepparton. Yeah, it was a good night. It was a really good night out there last year. And uh, it, it just goes to show what the, the event can actually uh, can do and what it can actually, uh, the crowds that they can actually pull. So, you know, that's why I'm, I'm not harping on it. But they really do need to, you know, look at the, the stake money for the, the finals. Yes, there's half a million up for grabs but in the paces, but they really need to boost that up and there should be enough money available to do that to make sure that our flagship event is is the biggest one of the year so and and not forgetting as well the Shepparton Gold Cup is on the doorstep as well and we in January we'll as well and Dan so what do you got for us in the week that yeah was? so there's not a great deal to go through obviously we we lost a, f- a number of meetings uh during the week um Echuca was obviously the the major one from the, a local perspective which was uh called off called off relatively early there was a bit of uh, angst, I think, about calling it off, but given the fact that there was that much rain about, and Daniloquin had had 
four inches of rain in about six hours. I mean, it, it was clearly there was a lot of rain about, um, and uh, they called that off early. So it wasn't a, a massive week as a result of those, losing those meetings in the middle. Uh, but we go back to last Saturday night, the Breeders' Crown uh, finals at uh, at Melton. Timmy Richter uh, was the winner of the two-year-old for Emma Stewart, but Dave Moran took the drive. He's been driving this horse uh, all through its career thus far, got the win in the, the feature, the $125,000 or $250,000 race, $125,000 to the winner. Uh, he's had six starts. He's won five of them. He was second in the other one. The only one he was second in was the uh, the Bathurst Gold Crown final uh, after uh, winning his heat. So he's gone through all of the uh, all of the big races. Um, he obviously wasn't, uh, I don't think he was Vic bred, um, so he didn't go through that series, but he won uh, the Breeders' Crown there. Very well, uh, very good performance to win, uh, leading from barrier five. He was too good, 155.8. And the local flavour for the night was uh, later on in the evening. This is a much-deserved victory, a much-deserved Group 1 uh, for Nordic Rain, uh, for John and Matt Newbury, uh, a brilliant uh, filly. She's probably been the benchmark filly of her of her generation. Uh, she's had nine starts, won five of them. Uh, she won her first two career starts uh, in great fashion. Um, and the only time she's really not been, um, she was beaten at Maryborough in a two-year-old in the uh, the Vic Bread um, heat where she uh, she broke. Uh, then she won the silver. She was down the uh, beaten in the the, the Tatlow against the boys. But then she ran second in the Redwood, which was an amazing performance, and then she's won a heat in the final of, uh, of the Breeders' Crown. So she's been very, very competitive uh, at the top level for her, for her age group. Uh, she's uh, 84000 now in stake money, which is a, a really good effort in her, in her first year. But to get that Group 1, first Group 1 for, for Matt as a driver... Uh, I'm not sure about John, whether he's uh, had a group one before, John and Marie, but it was a brilliant effort to lead all the way. Two, three was the mile rate, beating all that remains and Centurion Dream. So that was the, the results from uh, Breeders' Crown Night. Uh, we headed to Yarra Valley uh, on Thursday, obviously losing those meetings during the week. Uh, Twixton uh, was the winner for Dave Aiken. Rodney Petroff took the drive. It was led all the way. One by 18 metres and it was a $12 chance. On, uh, on fixed odds, so a bit of an upset result uh, in terms of the market. Its form hadn't been all that bad. It had run a couple of placings at, uh, at Shepparton back in October and then another third at, uh, at Kilmore and Shep uh, in uh, the middle of November. So a bit of a surprise that it got out to the price that it did, led all the way too far too good in a 2.5.6 mile rate there. And then yesterday at Charlton, I was uh, over there calling, uh, calling the trots at Charlton and uh, Rolling Ramona was a really good winner for Rosie and Kevin Wiedenbach. It was a $26 chance paid on the fixed odds, but I think it paid near enough to $40 on the tote. It was three back to pegs, got the sprint lane, charged all on the pegs to win, 158.2. So that was first up from a spell. So well done to the team there. And the other winner of the card was a cheeky filter for Donna Castles. It was a $7 chance, 156.7. Uh, the seven-year-old mare came from uh, near enough to last, but they went uh, really, really hard in the early stages of that race, really set it up for her, and she was able to get over the top and win. So that was a cheeky filter there at Charlton yesterday afternoon. And that pretty much wraps up uh, the week that was. As I say, we lost to Chuka, uh, we lost Mildura, Wagga got washed out as well, 
Um, so a number of uh, a number of meetings where a lot of locals would have been uh, racing got uh, got uh, washed out, and uh, they'll be all certainly looking for runs next week. So I'm sure there'll be big fields across uh, across the meetings in the next uh, six or seven days. No worries, Dan. We'll go to a sponsors break and try and find a winner at Melton and at uh, Sandown Grays. Yeah, everywhere today a big big uh, week. Uh, big Saturday of racing, so hopefully we can find it. And not forgetting the Heath as well with the, of course, Caulfield with the Zipping Classic. Back shortly. The Marupna Golf Club, home to the Goulburn Valley's only full-length driving range, and it's open to the public seven days a week. Yep, that's right. You don't need to be a member to use the driving range. But with some of the best value-for-money golf memberships on offer, why not take the plunge and join with unlimited golf all year round? Come and meet our PGA pro, Ben Weatherly. Need a lesson? Yep, Ben's got you covered there too. You're welcome here at the Friendly Club, the Marupna Golf Club. 1FM sponsor. Albury Antiques Shepparton's flash sale is on now. Save 30% on all furniture, clearing French, English, German and Australian antique furniture, all 30% off. Be amazed at our range and delighted at our prices. Hurry in to Albury Antiques Shepparton's 30% off flash sale, 159 High Street. Station sponsor. Let Merit Funeral Services take the stress out of your funeral arrangements. Whether you're looking to prepay a funeral, arrange a bond or pre-arrange a complete funeral, Merit Funeral Services are just a phone call away. They can even come direct to you anywhere across the region to help walk you through the process each and every step of the way. With more than 40 years industry experience, expect nothing less than service and advice that exceeds your expectations. Let Merit Funeral Services take care of everything. Phone 5825 1FM sponsor. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM. Your one stop for all your sports news. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sport Show. It is 11 minutes to 11 o'clock here at 1FM 98.5 Live and Local Sport. You are in Square Gators. My favourite time of the week. Make sure you do gamble responsibly. We're heading to Melton off the back of the Inner Dominion, of course, round one heats that were held at Albion Park in Queensland last night, Dan. Yeah, very wet uh, Albion Park last week, but the second round of heats uh, on Tuesday. The draws are done for that, and then the uh, the third round of heats are on Saturday night next uh, week, I believe. Uh, and then it'll be uh, seven days to the final uh, in uh, up there in Queensland. So uh, looking forward to the rest of that series. So we did all right last week. I forgot that we did actually get the multi there. Yeah, got the there multi in, last week, in, yep. Uh, in the throes of uh, calling the races at uh, Sandown, you sort of, I sort of forgot that we actually snared Found that. a couple of winners at Sandown as well. Yeah, we did. And uh, a couple of the ones that we sort of mentioned about uh, for the uh, futures for the, uh, the Melbourne Cup of... Uh, are alive, which is good. Yeah, so they've got big energy at five dollars yeah, fifty. So the odds on favourite for tonight. So we'll get onto him as well. But we have a look at the multi. Look, I the fixed prices weren't out when I was trying to have a look before. But the two that I picked out, uh, the two Andy Gath uh, runners uh, in the first race, number ten, Coravalli Star. It's about two dollars fifty on the fixed odds. Its figure form reads terrible, but uh, this horse is first up for the um, uh, Andy Gath stable. Uh, it comes off a run at uh, Kaikoura in the Kaikoura Cup where it was uh, $150, $150 on the fixed odds and was down the track behind Akuta. So that's really strong form, even though it was beaten a fair way. Uh, it's won 11 of 62. And now that it's been in the uh, the care of Andy Gath for about a bit over a month, I'm sure they would have been able to get uh, get it in fine fellow. So in this sort of race, I think it's going to be hard to beat. So race one, number 10. 
Race two, the second leg of the multi, is number nine, Magnetic Terror. Another one for Kate and Andy Gath. Four wins from 27. Uh, was third to Magic Mike last time out. Forget its run before that in the Metropolitan Pace uh, final. Uh, in, even though the second row draw is uh, a, a touch of an issue, I think it's the, the class run in the race, and I think it'll be hard to beat. So multi, race one, number 10, into race two, number nine. Uh, should be around five dollars eighty-seven. Yeah, so not a bad little uh, earner there. Quaddy tonight. Look, this quaddy is um, look. It, it's it was a difficult one to sort of assess uh, initially, and I couldn't uh, uh, I couldn't really narrow a lot of it down. It was uh, it was a really hard one to sort of narrow down. One hundred and eighty dollars is the spend for one hundred percent. I wouldn't expect you to take that. Firstly. Two, four, five, six, seven, and eight. Two, four, five, six, seven, and eight. Tricky race. Um, Ideal escapes drawn well. The captain can bob up at times. Outlaw man's the same. Perfect strides, double figures, but it goes well if it gets the right trip. And then triple eight and bulletproof boy virtually pick themselves. Second leg, uh, another tricky race. I put the numbers of one, three. Four, seven, and eight. I think Love Gun gets a nice trip. It's a double-figure price, but I reckon it can get a nice run from one. Central Otago and Gaelic Ladder both going really well. Revel Stoke and Loxley Lover. I've left out Elder Baron Keeper. I'm just not sure what to make of her at the moment. Um, I know she's short in the market. You'd probably throw her in for, for safety's sake, but I'm happy to risk her because I've uh, gone fairly wide in that first leg. Third leg numbers here are two, three, and eight. Um, I thought Queen of Quebec goes is going well. Kai Valley Honey Bunny's got ripping form, and Kiang Zena should get a nice trip from the inside of the second row draw. Last leg of the quarter, race eight numbers here only the two, one, and the nine. Um, Arnie's Army was a brilliant winner last start uh, at uh, at Bendigo. Um, draw for Roscoe's first up, but certainly the class runner. But we'll need a little bit of luck from that second row draw. So one and nine in the in the last seat. So difficult quality for mine there tonight at Melton. Two, four, five, six, seven, eight into one, three, four, seven, eight into two, three, eight into one and nine. Yeah, ten dollars if that's what you're going to spend. Stats. Nine bucks will get you five percent. Five percent. Yeah, not a quality that I'm ridiculously confident about there tonight uh, at uh, at Melton. Well, that means value, Dan, doesn't it? It does. And speaking of value, if you want, I'm going to give the listeners my quaddy for tonight at yep. uh, at Sandow because Beautiful. there's two hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars a jackpot of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars into the quaddy tonight. Yep. Um, so look, you don't you can take it go wide, take a small percentage, and uh, and see how it plays out. The quaddy kicks off race five tonight, which is the Sir John Dillon Memorial. The Hector Fawley scratched now. If he had been in this race, he would have been the best bet of the year, barring none. He would have been the best bet by far. He scratched, which opens this race up. And in the end, I've taken the field because I just cannot work it out. Victor Damien's having his first go at the trip, but I just don't know how he will go at it. And there's the others, they can all win with the right run. So it's that sort of race. Take the field for safety's sake. Second leg is the Cup Night Stayers. My numbers here are three, two, and four. Rippin Grace was uh, unlucky in the heat of the bold trees last week. Savick was brilliant, making up many lengths. And Big Susie is very consistent. She'll need a bit of luck, but she uh, is going well. I've left out Pearly Tears, the favourite. I just don't think it's going well enough uh, at the moment. I don't think I didn't like its run here last week. Third leg of the quaddy, 
uh, is the Cup Night Sprint. This is, again, a really tricky race. Uh, I put uh, the numbers here are 27861. That's the order that I've put the selections in. I think Fred Rose is going to be awfully hard to beat, but he's a bit of a non-winner. Uh, Exalted was a good Group 3 winner two starts ago. Here comes Millie. Probably drawn the wrong side of the track, but she's flying. My Neo's another one that's going well. And Navarino's the favourite from the inside at the draw from the red. Again, a tricky race. The Cup Night Sprint's always a hard race. And the last look of the quaddy is the Bold Trees final. My numbers here are 1, 4 and 7. Zohar Bale, Moraine Susie and Palawar King. I like Zohar Bale from the inside draw, but if Palawar King jumps, he's going to be awfully hard to beat. So the quaddy tonight, as I say, there's a massive jackpot. You don't have to take this for a full 100%. Take it for a small percentage because there's a lot of dead money in the pool already. Field in the first league. 3-2-4 the second leg, 2-7-8-6-1 the third leg, 1-4-7 in the last leg and see how that plays out because I would say by the end of, uh, by the close of betting there could be well and truly near of, uh, well, I, at least half a million. There might be closer to three quarters of a million in that pool. Ten bucks gets you around 2% of it. Yep, easy as that Just uh, and see how it plays out because we can get a bit of value in that first league. I think it's an impossible race to work out now that Hector Fawley's scratched. And race 10 is the Melbourne Cup. How do you see that? Yeah, so the Dan? Cup tonight, look, big energy is um, If You'll know your fate, I think, in the first 10 metres. If he jumps and he gets a half a length in front of the field uh, in the first 10 metres of the race, they just won't beat him. Uh, he doesn't want to get a bump. If he gets a, a bit of a knock or anything in the early stages, it might uh, make... It, Opens the race uh, wide open. Anything could win it there. But if he jumps like he's done his last two, I just don't see how they can beat him on form. He is just absolutely flying. So Fab's uh, big energy the, the, to win. My numbers are 4, 1, 7 and 2. Um, Buddy Millie is drawn perfectly. Tim Zoo was brilliant last week. And Fab's Vegetable, just have a dollar each way on him. Maybe, well, even if you do a dollar the win, $4 a place, he, uh, he could run in the top three for sure, Fab's Vegetable, after his heat win last week. No worries, Dan. <laughs> uh, a couple, just a couple of others to, to sit there and watch yeah. tonight. Uh, my best of the night, my best bet of the night was race four, number one, Common Step. Uh, it's about two dollars ten for Anthony as a party. If it leads in the provincial plate, I think it'll win uh, quite handsomely. So race four, number one, the best at Sandown tonight. No worries. We'll have a look at the Zipping Classic. Of course, used to be at Sandown. It's a bit of a shame it's not there today yeah. with the cup, isn't it? But yeah, anyway. That's the way it goes. And, of course, the, the Zipping Classic is race eight. And look, I'm going to stick with it. Race eight, number one, Vow and Declare. I think you're, I think you're right. Uh, the track's... Uh, what's the track come up? Is it a good four? Yeah, it's but a good four. But, I mean, it's not going to be a rock-hard track. He likes the races where it's, uh, you know, uh, a sort of sit and sprint sort of thing. Uh, the Melbourne Cup was just... Yeah, it was a brutally run race, and he still ran ninth. So if he gets more uh, a more suitable tempo today, uh, he's going to be awfully hard to beat in that race. I think Miramas is the obvious danger, but I reckon Vowen declares a big show of going back-to-back. And in the big race in the West today to win a bottom stakes race nine, it's on a top five. Look, I, I want to go past it, but I can't. I go, can't go past overpass uh, race nine number one in no, the race. Yeah, can't, I, you can't ignore it. I mean, the, the, the classes uh, and the, the form line would suggest... That he's going to be awfully hard to beat here. Uh, no luck in the uh, in the Everest when he copped a lot of pressure. Uh, 
and uh, yeah, he was really good first up in uh, at Randwick. He's going to be awfully hard to beat in that but race. I'm going to have uh, $5 to win on it, but I'm going to have $2 to win on race nine, number 16, Oscar's Fortune in the winter bottom at around eight fifty. Yeah, got really good form. Willie, Willie Pike to ride. Uh, only had five starts and won four of them, so comes into this uh, on a reasonably low weight too. No worries, Dan. That's all we've got time for. Look, great calling tonight. Drive safely down the sand down, and I'll be watching tonight on racing.com. Yeah, encourage everyone to sit back and watch the coverage. It's the best uh, best race of the year, and uh, hopefully it's uh, it's an easy one for me to call. I don't want to be a real tight photo finish. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter, and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Until next week, goodbye.